Motorsport 411 presents all the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411 with Sean Cardavillis. Welcome to Motorsport 411. Your home for all your four and two-wheel action in Africa. Coming up in this episode, we have an exclusive interview with Leroy Gomez, the 2022 Africa Rally Champion. And we find out all about Ahmed Daham, the drifting superstar who was in the country recently. All the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411. Hi, I'm Leroy Gomez, Africa Rally Champion 2022. You're listening to Motorsports 411. Welcome to the show. So the 2022 Africa Rally Championship is done and dusted. Leroy Gomez won the championship after finishing second in the Zambia Rally behind winner Karim Patel. McCray Kimathi finished third in the Africa Rally Championship category and won the ARC3 title, while Hamza Anwar secured the Africa Rally Championship junior title. After the event, we had a chance to speak to Gomez. Leroy, thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411. Uh, new Africa champion, how does that feel? Well, it's it's a bit surreal. It's 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 a it's such a great honor um, to, to be crowned an African Rally champion, and, and for me, even a greater honor to do it alongside my wife. Um, but it is really still settling in. It's you know, it's it's been a day or two after the event. Um, a lot of tears were shed. But it's still, uh, yeah, we're still, we're still just, you know, enjoying it and slowly building up the, the uh, excitement. I think I'll really probably feel it when, when we're invited to the, uh, the end of year gala. But for now, it's, we're just taking each day as it comes. It's been a fantastic fight between you and Karan Patel. Uh, I'm sure you give credit to him, huh? Oh, 100%. You know, uh, Karan is, is, like I keep on telling everyone, is for me probably the, uh, currently the fastest, um, you know, driving rally driver on, on the con- competing dra- rally driver on the mark on, on the continent sorry um just because you know we've had a lot of people that have sat out taken sabbaticals or, or semi-retired and uh, he's got great potential the way he approaches every rally and every race is, is phenomenal i i've learned a lot from him and it's just been a great honor to to go up against him and actually you know gauge my pace um but he's he's just out there he's he's a super driver and, and i really look forward to seeing a lot from him in the future and and definitely he will be crowned an african rally champion as well in the near future now the difference is uh, you went to ivory coast uh, Curran didn't uh, how much closer do you think it could have been uh, had Curran uh, made the trip uh, to west africa no i i think it look um if if he did come across there um i i think it could have been a different conversation we're having today and we'd be congratulating Curran. but i'm um, also you know i mean you know rally Rally is so unpredictable. So, you, you know, it, it would have, could have, should have, often doesn't happen um, because, you know, things could have been different, but again, things also could have gone wrong for him in the rest of the season and he may not have had as as, as good a, a season in terms of completing rallies because if I look a little bit at his history um, as a driver, he, you know, he's had a number of DNFs um, because of his aggression, but the one thing that has, has happened this season, he's matured so much as a driver that he's able to actually pace himself, change his pace and manage his races a lot better. So you see that in him now as a racer. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like I always say, rally is such an unforgiving sport. So you don't uh, count your chicks before the eggs hatch um, just because things can always go sour. Um, but yeah, I, I think it would have been a lot, it could have been a lot different um, 
coming up to this final event had he come to Ivory Coast. How special was it uh, winning the title on home soil? It, it was phenomenal. You know, um, so we had four stages on, on, the, on the Sunday. And, um, you know, when we finished the first stage, we'd have to drive through the spectators and go to the, 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 the second stage. And we repeated them. But every time we drove through the crowd, it was so overwhelming. And, uh, you know, I shed a tear every time we went through just because you just had this overwhelming uh, feeling of, you know, a whole nation behind you supporting you, cheering for you. You're nervous, really, really nervous because, you know, the rally's not over, but everyone is behind you. And, and you just, you know, it, it, you know, on the two occasions that we had to drive past, I did shed a tear. Um, but, you know, when we came and, you know, came past the flying finish on the last stage and we're exiting the one farm, you know, a crowd, you know, the you know, crowd had gathered just on the exit and, you know, they, they spilled water, alcohol, everything all over the car, kind of a, a christening and a baptism in its own sense. And I mean, you know, you couldn't hold back the tears. It was just an overwhelming um, feeling to win it on, on home soil with, with all the backing we had. Now, mathematically, you didn't have to win the rally uh, to win the title. Uh, how nerve-wracking was it uh, this past weekend? Um, look, extremely. You know, it's, it's, it's one of those where, you know, we, we, we drove, I, I would say, like at, at, an, at a 90%. I mean, our pace was reasonably good, but that extra 10% could allow us to fight a little bit more um, in terms of trying to win the, the, the event. But it's, you know, we kept it on the road. We kept it clean. It's, you know, my usual style is always the same. I mean, my car in and out of a, a rally will often come out clean. Um, there's always just that fear of mechanical failure. So, you know, you couldn't, you know, overchance it um, just because, if, you know, it's a machine. It can fail. And, and there's a lot of mechanics that go on to making this machine work. So it, it, you're always conscious that this could happen. Um, and, and I think day, day one wasn't so bad because you knew that if something happened on day one, you can come in on day two and, um, and you could still get to the end and, and still get your points and, 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 you know, God willing, still bag the championship. Um, but, uh, day two was, was, well, of racing was the more nerve wracking because this is, you don't have any chances. This is a must finish, you know? Um, so you had, you know, again, very controlled racing. Um, I think we've spent the whole season controlling our our, our racing and, and trying to just make sure that we bag optimum points, we get to the end. So it was still very controlled, um, but we had a lot of fun still doing it. Now, when you look at the proud history of Zambian motorsport and your name now uh, gets added uh, to the great drivers uh, in history, uh, how proud do you feel as a Zambian? No, extremely proud. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's such an honour to be a flag bearer, I mean, it's such an honor to, to, to represent a nation. I think any athlete, um, that is one of the greatest honors for them. Um, and, and, you know, for me at 40 years old, uh, you know, ripe in age, not really the, the age of, of, a, of a normal athlete. Um, it's, it's such a great honor. And, and, um, I mean, you know, we were acknowledged from our president, um, you know, on, on, on the success of our achievement. And um, like I said, it's, 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 it's such a great honor. Now, as far as we're aware, you're the first husband and wife uh, to win the Africa Rally Championship. Uh, how proud are you of Ursula? I'm extremely proud. Um, like I've said before, I wouldn't want any other NAV alongside me. Um, I trust her completely. She's phenomenal. Um, and the chemistry in and outside the car is, is phenomenal. And, and it's, you know, I, I mean, to share a leaf in a in in the history books 
with your wife is the greatest honor i think for a for a husband um because we will both be remembered it won't be leroy it'll be leroy and his wife you know ursula um remembered so it's 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 a great great honor and like i said wouldn't have it any other way uh, just describe the feelings uh, when ursula called out the final notes uh, you knew that you had won the title <laughs> it was it was quite amazing you're in, in the last stage um we had set the fastest time in the last stage uh, uh before um there was quite quite a good time so i mean it's it's our favorite stage we've run this stage in in our national champion championship quite quite a few times and we we love it it's it's the stage that i i kept taking away time from kaltundo even uh last year when we competed so you know um in the last stage you know we we get to the start um it's exciting you know we say a little prayer um not a prayer for the victory but a prayer just to get to the end and let everyone get to the end safely and um and so we start but you know uh, when when things go and you're ex- having fun sometimes you have too much fun so on one of the big first corners i came in too hot and break a little too late so i kind of overshot the the corner and 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 hit a, a peg on the bunting and in my head i'm scratching thinking i'm just waiting for something to lock because maybe this peg has gone in my tire knowing bad luck as it may be maybe gets locked in the tire so you slow down a little bit just waiting for something to lock and nothing locks so okay we continue going um and then you know we had one note that we we had taken and with the first time we run it we hit a stone or a rock in that note so i was like okay i know it roughly where we hit it but i didn't see it so i'm not too comfortable with taking the same line so we change the line and in changing the line i shoot off across into another field because we're going around a pivot and it just throws me out i see this big anthill and mount and i have to dodge that while you're trying to left foot brake and control the car and she's shouting babe you know and i'm saying no don't worry i've got this i've got this <laughs> you know it's the last it's the last stage and we get round that you know and so now we coming towards the flying finish go over brow and we have to fork um like a, a you know a, a fast right uh, left five and there's a few mounds in and and at that forky moment i say even if the the car had to cut off i can roll to the flying finish and you know i don't know that, but yeah i still have to get to the end of the rally but that's when he just said let's say we are about to finish no alarms have come on on the car everything seems to be perfect on the car and when we hit that flying finish then it was just a sigh of relief i mean karen was waiting like a true sportsman at the end of the the stage for us uh we went you know got to the end she was bawling i was shedding a few tears she was you know crying and very emotional um and we both were but you know we got out embraced karen uh and and tasef i mean two sportsmen at, at the end and we had rudy who's been our team manager from the start to the end who was waiting also at the end for us and it was just you know such a warm moment we embraced everyone embraced each other um and then started the the slow drive back to to the service park and to finish the formalities but just overwhelming you know it was like uh you know, you feel light it's like you're carrying the burden of a nation and expect such high expectations on your shoulders now you've achieved it that way just falls off and then the emotions get the better of you incredible stuff now in december is the FIA awards uh, i'm sure you're really looking forward to that absolutely yeah. um you know it's it's been one of the things i think when when i first you know chose to try and take on the africa rally championship i think one of the biggest things was the awards to to get to meet you know some of the greatest uh you know sportsmen in in terms of motorsports in the world and and that was definitely a you know a driving ambition and and now to actually you know be honored and to go there and again to go there with my wife 
and 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 you know, I I, I know in Africa we we are the first couple, but I'm, I mean, I'd, I'd still like to find out if in the world if there's ever been any other couple that have won any other uh, rally championship, beat in Europe, uh, WRC, Australia, Asia, East Pacific. We, you know, I'm I'm just curious if there've ever been other couples that have you know been able to do that. But um, like I said, the, the awards will be a great honor. It'll, you know, meeting the greats and and you know, hopefully making some friendships that might last and be able to you know maybe extend into favoring my son who is who's trying to walk this this path of motorsports. Just finally, uh, I know it's still early days. Uh, w- what are your plans for next season? Will you defend your Africa title? I, you know, to be very honest, I I want to be fully committed to to work. Um, you know, my my whole workforce who I consider my family have. Have, have really made lots of sacrifices for for my wife and I to achieve what we've done, and so I need to dedicate more time to them, and 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 also now come back and work hard for them, and and you know take the company to another level, and 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 streamline our business. But I so I don't think we will defend the title. We will probably take part in in a couple of ad hoc events just to you know keep the sharpness. Um, and, and, and enjoy the, 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 the friendships and keep close to the friendships that we've made in, in, in the motorsports fraternity. And then, you know, you know God willing, um, if everything lines up and everything goes right, maybe take another pot shot at it, um, possibly just before Seth comes of age to compete. Uh, you know, we'll do that so that he can tag along with us and, and get, ex- you know, first-hand ex- exposure to all the, the, the terrain we're going to go on. And then when he turns 18, we'd like to get him immediately competing on the ARC um, and see how he does um, when he's 18. Leroy Gomes, uh, on behalf of Motorsport 411, uh, congratulations to you and Ursula, the 2022 Africa Rally Champions. Uh, congratulations once again from all of us here at Motorsport 411. No, thank you so much. Truly appreciate it. Thank you so, so much. That's Leroy Gomez. We'll be back. All the four and two wheeled action. Motorsport 411. Hey, what's up, everyone? Ahmed Daham here, Red Bull athlete and drifter. You're listening to Motorsport 411. So, welcome back. Now, drifting superstar Ahmed Daham was in the country last week to show off his car film a documentary and give a workshop at the KICC. I had a chat with Daham, born in Cyprus, raised in Jordan and based between Jordan and the UAE. I asked him how he got into drifting. First of all, I want to say thank you for having me here. To be honest, that's the first time I visit this side of the world. I'm loving it. I love the nature. I love the car scene over here. I, from what I'm seeing, people love cars over here. And hopefully they're going to love drifting even more and more after they see what drifting actually is. And yeah, really happy to be here. And how I started? Uh, oh, at a very young age, uh, well, I come from a background of motorsport, let's say, not really big motorsport like my older brother used to do some uh, time attacks some racing and i used to go take pictures of him and that's when i got hooked and ever since then all i do is cars 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 uh so yeah i first started uh, uh locally uh, in jordan and true i was born in cyprus but i really launched or took off in jordan 
because in Jordan the car scene is way bigger people love cars and it's way much more easier to learn drifting especially that the police are not so uh, tight on these kind of stuff really uh, so that's where I launched that's where I learned drifting and then I moved on to Dubai long story short I moved on to Dubai and that's where all the sponsors came that's where I became a Red Bull athlete and I think that's where I actually grew it's amazing your relationship with Jordan. Now, you don't have Jordanian blood, but you do have the flag uh, on your clothes. Yeah, actually, it's quite uh, <laughs> it's quite confusing. I was born in Cyprus. My dad's from Iraq. My mom's from Syria. I represent Jordan and have a Palestinian passport, and I live in Dubai. So it's quite a a, a mix of nationalities, Annie. But I've I don't know. I I feel like I'm part of Jordan because I grew up there. I started my, my, I took off my drifting uh, scene or my drifting career over there. So I feel like I own this country, what they gave me, honestly. So yeah, and uh, my biggest fan base is in Jordan. And actually, I just, I just love the country. With Jordan, there seems to be a special relationship with drifting, uh, you know, from the crowds to the culture there. Yes, Jordan, well, uh, the, the, the Levant region, let's say, are well known to have the biggest drifting crowd. Uh, you've got Jordan, you've got Egypt, you've got Lebanon, but to me, I think Jordan is the biggest crowd. The last event I was in Jordan two, three weeks ago, uh, we had 15,000 spectators and tickets were fully sold. They, they, they had no capacity to take even more. So uh, yeah, the fans in Jordan and wherever I go in the streets, everyone knows me, everyone loves drifting, they know the cars, they know the name of my cars by heart. They're pure, uh, hardcore, let's say, drifting fans. Eh? Now, the car you brought here, it's like the Mona Lisa of drifting cars. Just tell us about that. Yes, it's the Mona Lisa of drifting cars and the Mona Lisa of what I can do and me and my team can do, actually. Amy. This car has all the experience uh, I've had in the past 20 years in motorsport into one car. That's why I call it the Mona Lisa. And uh, well, we actually don't call it, it is the Mona Lisa of drifting, but we call it Katana, which means the sword of the samurai, uh, to continue my other car. The other car is called uh, Senshi, which is the warrior. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this has been built uh, to every high quality part. Every single detail has been taken into consideration, whether it was performance, looks, quality. So yeah, this is, the, this is my dream car since I was a young kid. This is, this is what I would have built if I had the money to 10 years ago. <laughs> And this really was a project during Corona, during the COVID period? Yes, this was actually an advantage because during Corona, we had nothing to think of, nothing to do except this car. So it was quite a struggle reaching the car and coming back and sourcing some parts. But luckily, we have already ordered the parts right before Corona happened, right the recovery happened. So all the parts were there. All we had to do was just build them uh, uh, in a nice quality way, install them, sorry, in a good way. Uh, and yeah, it was built during uh, COVID, which uh, honestly I was happy about. All right, let's talk about some of the technical aspects of this car. I understand it's about 1,200 horsepower. Yeah. Um, just tell us about that and also the tires as well. Okay, the car basically runs a 2JZ, uh, 1,000 horsepower uh, without nitrous, 1,200 with nitrous. Uh, people don't know that in drifting, we actually use nitrous. It's not just as a show. Uh, it actually gives you an advantage, Jenny. And yeah, it runs, it runs a four-speed sequential gearbox, not the normal Edge Pattern one. Uh, the car has been reduced from 1,800 kilograms to 1,200, 
thanks to the carbon Kevlar body panels all around, full FIA roll cage for safety. Uh, we run Toyo R888R tires for maximum grip. We run Wilwood uh, brakes all around. Front we run, uh, and the front ones are six pot uh, single. The rear we, we run two calipers, one for the handbrake, one for the foot brake. The engine has been lowered so much and into the back to have a better center of gravity. Actually, this car is one of, I think, the only cars in the Middle East that has a 50-50 weight distribution, which helps a lot in drifting, Annie. So yeah, that's it. Tell us about the tire pressure. Tire pressure, which was quite interesting. Uh, in full competition mode, maximum grip, I run 5 PSI in the back and 28 PSI in the front. Why do we run 5 PSI? To spread the tire a little bit more. You know, when the lower tire pressure you run, the more the, the, the tire flattens or spreads to get more grip. But yeah, this is this is actually a quite a, a trick that not many drifters know. But uh, but yeah, we run 5 PSI for maximum, maximum grip. Unbelievable. Uh, the other thing is also the fuel as well. You don't actually use uh, even Avgas. It's actually something else. Yes, we use ethanol, which is uh, made out of corn. Ethanol, they use it all around uh, for uh, sanitizing, for uh, cleaning. So we use ethanol because it gives more power and cooler on the engine. We have the, the, the intake air temperatures and the engine temperatures go down around 15 degrees just because of the ethanol mm -hmm. uh, although it needs a special fuel system which we are running to run the ethanol because it's very corrosive so so yeah that's uh, everything in the car is prepared for that okay um your whole life revolves around uh, drifting uh you've got nmk uh, just tell us about that uh, your own business yes i'm not only a drifter i'm a car tuner car builder i own two workshops one in jordan one in dubai which build the best cars in the Middle East, if not in the world. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm a pure car car guy, not just driving and drifting, but I actually technically know every single detail in any car, which I think is an advantage to me because not many drifters understand how the car works and not many drifters or not actually none of the drifters in the region tune their own cars. So I can actually tune the car to what I feel I need, not just the car needs. So I think that's an advantage. And yeah, I've, uh, we've had the workshop since 2009 and we opened the Dubai workshop two years ago and hopefully we'll be spreading uh, even more and more. Now the pictures have spread quite rapidly here on social media. Uh, the logistics of bringing the car here through Astral, uh, you know, who flew in the car yeah, for you. Yeah. Um, just tell us uh, the logistics of bringing in a car like this and then, uh, you know, your relationship with Red Bull as well. Honestly, this wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been here or the car wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for Astro Aviation because there were some delays. The car was coming, the car came actually directly from Goodwood. Mm -hmm. I was in Goodwood in July, end of July. So the car came directly from Goodwood to Dubai and then from Dubai to Kenya. But the problem is there was delay in shipping. Uh, everyone knows now vessels, there's been a lot of delay after COVID and all that stuff. So we were quite lucky that Astral Aviation came on board at the last moment and decided to ship the car by plane, which helped us a lot. And as you can see, the car is right over here with us. And, uh, and yeah, and this of course would have been possible if it wasn't for Red Bull Kenya too. They've been pushing so hard for this. This was a idea we came up, I think like five months ago. And ever since then, we've been working until now and it's been quite stressful, but uh, thankfully everything went uh, as planned. How special is it being a Red Bull athlete? 
it's the best thing in my life, honestly. And it's what switched my, let's say, from being a hobby to becoming a professional. And it changed how people looked at me, actually, Annie. And it got me even more partners. And I was taken more seriously, not just from my family, but from everyone else, Annie. Because before Red Bull, my parents were like, Ahmed, what are you doing? Until when? You keep spending money. Until when? Until when? As soon as I signed with Red Bull, they're like, okay, now we know what you've been building for the past 10 years, okay? So, yeah, Red Bull has always been my dream to become a Red Bull athlete ever since I saw Nasr Atiyah and Mad Mike Mm-hmm. wearing that cap I'm like I want that cap <laughs> I did my research and how and I worked so hard to build my CV let's say until finally Red Bull they approached me and like okay you worked so hard I think now it's time to become a Red Bull athlete yeah. it is more than just being an athlete it's a lifestyle it's like a family yes that's what I like about Red Bull okay they are sponsors partners let's say but they don't treat you as a, as a driver they, they treat you more as a family they they check up on you they take care of you they have the red bull athletes performance center if you need anything uh physically uh health wise uh they, they it's they build a family more than they build a team let's say the red bull let's say drift team or red bull athlete uh, uh all around the world but, but yeah honestly uh to me they're more like family and uh hopefully we'll stay for a very long time with them Ahmed, just tell us about uh, the relationship with Kenya. It appears that you get a lot of uh, people interacting with you on social media. Oh yeah, I was shocked to be honest because I've never been to this part of this world and I realized I have a huge fan base over here. <laughs> like when people found out I was coming, everyone is, I get a lot of messages. Oh, we've been following you since 2014 and 2013. Like, wow, okay, uh, that long, Annie. And when the word spread that Katana is coming, I think that's where the big boom came everyone all the pictures of the car spreading everywhere everyone wants to see the car and to me the surprise will be when everyone sees the car in action looking at the car parked is 20% of uh, what you will actually see uh, of what the car is capable of doing so yeah I was shocked uh, of how much the community loved drifting uh, but at the same time I was expecting that because the Kenyans love motorsport in general okay they're more biased to rally but I'm trust me when they see what drifting is all about I'm 100% sure they're all switched to drifting so yeah awesome thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411 thank you very much and thanks for having me here and hopefully uh, we'll be visiting Kenya again very soon that's the drifting superstar Ahmed Daham we'll be back Motorsport 411 Welcome back. So after sitting with drifting superstar Ahmed Daham, two Kenyan athletes, uh, the gaming superstar Queen Arrow and Kenya rally driver Karan Patel were named Red Bull athletes. The two were awarded Red Bull caps uh, through an informal ceremony. And afterwards, I asked uh, Daham how he was named a Red Bull athlete. Honestly, I was announced on the phone. <laughs> I was doing a barbecue at home. I got the phone call that I've been working 20 years to get that phone call. And I think the same thing for Kieran and Queen Erin. Uh, this cap is something special, honestly, Annie. To be a Red Bull athlete, you have to work so hard. And to become a Red Bull athlete, you're a very lucky person. I think there's around 200, 250, 300 athletes. So to become one of them, something very special. And I really liked how we announced it. It was quite a surprise for them both. And uh, hopefully, uh, I wish them the best. Karen, I've never seen you shaking before. You're literally shaking. <laughs> how, how does it feel to be a Red Bull athlete? 
It's, uh, it's, I think it's, uh, uh, I'm, I'm quite speechless. I'm just thankful. I wouldn't have reached here without, uh, obviously, the support of my family to start with. And um, yeah, we've all worked very hard. And uh, again, uh, I'm not sure what to say. It's uh, let it settle in. And, uh, you know, I'm proud, I'm proud, and I'm thankful, and I'm grateful to the Almighty, obviously, and I'm grateful to the Red Bull team here for making making this uh, something that uh, I, I can keep for you know for life if if everything goes to plan i remember you as pretty young boy uh, the dmac uh, series uh, in europe and all uh, it's been quite a journey yeah it has and and like i said i would have never been able to take part in the dmac without you know the investment and and uh, the support of my mom and my dad and my brother you know and and now there's my wife who's obviously you know also there and she has to accept that half the time i'm not with her because i'm taking part in motorsports so it also takes a toll and i'm so thankful for her also you know to to be able to live with this and you know live with me hardly being there and uh, hopefully we'll have her on uh, more events rather than you know being at home she's always busy at work so it's not like she she has you know uh, she's doing nothing at home but uh, yeah it's it's uh, it's 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 just great just finally i had quite a long chat with your mother um in Kilifi, and to see her your father there were three cars 36 degrees you know the temperatures out there um you know the passion and the enthusiasm for the two boys uh, just absolutely incredible it, it is i mean and, and i'm so thankful for that it's you know it's seldom to find that they, you know both parents there on every rally and uh, you know, I do see like when Just Mangat is rallying, his dad is still always there. And, you know, that's something I, I want uh, and I would love uh, to be possible as, as we grow old and we, and we improve in the sport and we go and tackle more challenging events. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's so comforting and important for me to have my parents there and, and have the support that they always have. And hopefully my wife and my brother will always be there too. So. As a Red Bull athlete now, what, what, what does the future hold? Uh, we'll have to see. I mean, obviously, we nothing. Uh, we don't slow down now. If anything, we push even harder. We we grow. We we take this uh, this this sport and the discipline to the next level. Um, you know, we, we it's 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 going to just take a lot more now effort. I mean, I'm sure, um, as you know, there's a lot I already do to to make myself a very high performing driver, and uh, we'll see what else we can do to to improve on that uh, front. Karan Patel, Red Bull athlete. Uh, we've also got Quinaro here as well for gaming, uh, e-gaming, as I mentioned. Uh, Esports is going to be an Olympic sport in Paris in 2024. Uh, Karan, thank you so much for speaking to us on Metasport 411. Thank you very much. Thank you too. And once again, uh, congratulations to Quinaro and Karan Patel. We'll be back. Motorsports 411 with Sean Cardavillis. So that's it for the show this week. Our thanks once again to Leroy Gomez, uh, Ahmed Dahum, and Karim Patel. Our thanks as always to Big City Studio. I'm Sean Carter-Villis. See you next week.